0: On your show, so Austin awesome be cool. hear with you and all your listeners. Come! Cool. Look, I ain't telling you, don't screw. Screwing, cool. cool. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what cool. I meant. Come! Cool. You know, we need more shows like cool. this because people need as much relationship help out as cool. they can get. Women, but I'm not answer, I'm I know the value of a good man. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that if you want to. What's going on, man? What up, what up? Hey Q, hey everybody. Hey Q, how are you? You ain't laying it down? I bring sun and light in every single time. Yeah. it?
2: What's going on, people? All right. I want to welcome all of you to another edition of the Talk to Q Radio show tonight. So glad you can join. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight, we're going to get into a number of topics like um, loaning friends and family money, uh, the Oscars and the controversy they have behind the lack of diversity for some of the awards, And if we get an opportunity, we'll discuss what's going on in Flint, Michigan with the water. Um, However, let me go ahead and break this down to you to let you know how this show works for those who may be new. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored because here on t2q there are no experts just opinions unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on i allow you the opportunity to speak your mind you can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships current events sports politics and more This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, Simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToCute. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. I'm moving on Moving on, my thanks to Steve for being a sponsor of tonight's Talk to Q Radio show. Uh, Like I said, you can go to steveryan.com to get more information on um, him as an artist, as well as the music. Uh, Now, he's a singer, songwriter, actor, author. He kind of does some of everything. He's released four albums. He's authored four books. He's co-written various other books and has narrated over 100 audiobooks. So he has acting credits. He's just kind of a jack of all trades. So go to steveryan.com to check out his music. Um, and, you know, see what he has to offer. I think you'll enjoy him. I've played some of his music on the show before. And um, I've become a fan myself. So steveryan.com. Thanks for being a part of the Talk to Q radio show. All right. Three, four, seven. Two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio show. This is episode number five fifty nine, I believe. You know, sometimes I lose count and I have to uh, go back and take a look. But uh, we'll go ahead and get started. And I have a couple of things I want to talk about tonight. But the first thing, I guess, I want to get into. We'll go ahead and start with um, what's going on in flint michigan and i think what's going on in flint michigan is absolutely ridiculous now if you've not heard um about two years ago the state of michigan decided to save money by switching flint's water supply from lake huron which they were paying um the city of detroit for to flint river okay a notorious river that it's kind of known through, known to the locals as, you know, being a filthy river. Now, the Flint River is highly corrosive from what researchers at Virginia Tech have, have found out. Nineteen times more corrosive than Lake Huron. Okay, so think about that now. Nineteen times more corrosive than Lake Huron, where they were getting their um, water at one point. Now. Um, everyone's been told in Flint, of course, that the water is fine, that, you know, it's fine to drink, you shouldn't have any problems, blah, 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 but that doesn't appear to be the case. Um, for those of you who have watched CNN, or you can go to CNN's website and take a look, or just Google Flint water, and I, I mean, it, it's almost orange to the point that it looks like Gatorade, Okay. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. The water just looks—it looks horrible. Okay, and from what we've heard, this was done just to save um, $100 a day. That's what Flint, Michigan, saves—the city of Flint—by changing the water supply from Lake Huron to Lake uh, to Flint River, which is 19 times more corrosive. They save. $100 a day. So essentially for the last 2 years this city has been poisoning its citizens. They're having to drink, wash, bathe, all of that stuff in this corrosive water. And just to prove that everything was all good with the water, um the former mayor, I think his name was um Dane Walling, even drank the water on national on local TV just to prove a point. He said there was nothing wrong with it. He had a bottle of water and he drank it on national TV. So I guess he would rather poison himself than to admit that the city is trying to scrape a few dollars, um, by cutting back on costs. Now, from what we understand, what makes it so bad is that the pipes, you know, are a little rusted and, um, I guess from being old and that's where the orange tinge kind of comes from. Um, And it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that you have an entire city that's having to go through this. Now, of course, a lot of people are saying, well, why don't they just go to the grocery store and get bottled water? Well, okay, that is an option. However, one, bottled water costs money. And then two, there isn't a grocery store within the 33-mile area, square-mile area of Flint, which kind of threw me for a loop. But um so in order to get to a grocery store they have to go to another city and go there and then spend their money going to uh, transporting to that city as well as buying the bottled water that they need. And then even still you can't you know expect to get bottled water and take a bath in or take a shower in or, or wash your clothes in. I mean that that would be really expensive. So they're having to use this orange water essentially. To, you know Do things that normal people should be able to do That you should have a right to do Just from paying a water bill And I think it's absolutely ridiculous That this mayor Would sit on TV And drink this corrosive water Just to try to act like everything is all good When I'm pretty sure That he's not subjecting himself to some of the same thing Right I just have a hard time believing that If nothing else he's definitely getting the bottle of water So what What do you do in this situation? um do the citizens have a lawsuit you know that they can they can uh some type of class action lawsuit they can file against the city or against the mayor or the former mayor uh, i mean who who's to be who's to be held responsible for this type of atrocity because for an entire city to be poisoned over the last couple of years uh, Is absolutely ridiculous is absolutely ridiculous and someone should have to to pay for it now luckily it is getting a lot more attention the national media has really run with it over the last week and I'm I'm thankful for that um, because you know I mean shows like mine we, we talk about things that are important that other people may be afraid to discuss but, of course, you know, when you're talking about national media, we don't nearly have the capability of reaching the people as a CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or something like that. And which I don't know if Fox News reported on it or MSNBC, but I have seen it on CNN. And I think it's good that the people in Flint have some people who are coming to their defense. Um, now there have been some notable names who have gone to the city to visit and have spoken out against it. And hopefully there will be more people, as many famous people who have come from um, Flint or Detroit or just any surrounding area, um, hopefully some of them will speak out on this and this would get resolved sooner than later. I don't know what it will take to switch them back to Lake Huron. It seemed like that would be just a logical explanation, just switch back to that lake, and then um, try to figure out what to do about the pipes. But in the meantime, all they can do, I guess, is uh, um, just try to raise awareness, figure out exactly what needs to be done, who's responsible, and then take care of it. So I think it's very sad that people have to go through some things that should just be basic, you know, basic human rights, just... You pay for water, so why not have clean water that allows you to do the things that most normal people do? But um, unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. We live in a world where it's all about saving a buck and making a buck, and that's kind of what we do. And it's unfortunate that these people have having to suffer for it. So let's hope that something gets resolved on that, and I'll go ahead and leave it at that, and we'll move on. And I want to discuss the Oscars as well. You know, this is not anything new. Now, as a black man myself, I understand the plight um, of trying to be recognized sometimes in a society that, you know, maybe could care or care less about what goes on outside of their household. And this whole deal about the Oscars um, not having any major awards, um, nominations for black people has happened, you know, all all throughout my lifetime. I remember in 1988, I think, when Eddie Murphy got on stage and complained about it. And it was the first time, and, you know, I was probably about 17 at the time, and it was the first time I had seen someone just really take a stand on it, you know, where someone got on stage and actually said some politically incorrect things, and you could do that back in the 80s. You could say things that, if you tried to say it today, they would probably just turn your mic off and cut to commercial. But um, he said some very unpopular things, but they were very true about how it seemed like it took every 20 years for a black person to get some type of award. And again, none of this is to say that every time a black person's in a movie, they deserve something. No, no one's saying that by any means. Um, I do think that talent is subjective and, you know, I mean, to each their own as far as what they feel moves them to nominate someone. However, it's just, I mean, this is what, the second year in a row, uh, 40 nominations and, you know, minorities period are, I guess, are are 0 for 40 over the last couple of years. And it's really, really raised some concerns to the point that people are boycotting, um, you know, this year's award ceremony. So, let me get someone on the line to discuss it with me. I'm going to go to the 601 area code, to the Magnolia State of Mississippi, and bring on my man, Eminem. Eminem, what's happening?
1: Hey, what up, Q, what a radio world.
2: Not much, man. And, uh... Eminem, let me ask you, man. We we have this situation once again about, for the second consecutive year, all 20 contenders under the actor category are white, all right? And, I mean, you know, black people have complained and everything, you know, since I was a kid, but why isn't the media talking to the white nominees and studio heads to ask them about how they feel? They keep coming to the black people like Spike Lee and Jada Pinkett Smith and Snoop Dogg. All of them have commented. Why aren't they going to the other side to see how they feel about it?
1: Well, for one reason, they're not going to the other side because just like with Black Lives Matter, I mean, the response is going to be uh, probably no different than the response of most of the black actors. And that's what... That's what uh, a lot of the uh, uh, has been way of thinking in white America has totally been changed. It's like uh, from the, you know, I know we're not talking about the the damn Confederate flag, but from the Confederate flag to to Black Lives Matters to the Trayvon Martin to everything, you seeing more white people involved for the cause just as well as black people. So. When you see that, you you almost overwhelmingly have to act on it. So they know if they if they start interviewing uh, white people, I know I think uh, George Clooney already you know made some comments on his own, uh, which favorite what most of the black actors were saying. But um, and I, I don't think they want to just acknowledge the truth because if you if you actually go and ask them well, what you think about this, he's well, like, well, yeah, they definitely should be, a, you know. Nominated, blah blah blah. Then it's like, damn. Well, okay. Well, now the fingers are going back to the, the few people making the decisions. See, because it don't represent the masses. Most time, it never does. And and that's what they don't want to. That's what they don't want to admit. You know, they want it to be like, like it's, uh, I guess, some kind of big united front with, you know, blacks complaining and all the white people is saying, you know, get over it. But that's not the case with this. That's not the case with a lot of stuff. It's a few people, you know, at the top, <laughs> you know, just trying to whitewash everything. But that's very rarely the settlement of the whole industry. Rarely would that be the case.
2: Okay. And um, now, me, I don't know who on the me.
1: line, but uh, I can't wait to give my personal opinion on some of that shit. But you know, but on, I know you on probably gotta on um.
2: Just on the comments about it. Period. All right. Well, give me just a moment. Let me let me go to the eight six five area code to the uh, Volunteer State of Tennessee and bring on Daddy Rich. What's happening, man?
3: What's going on?
2: Not much, man. What you what you think about the um, what's going on with the Oscars? Uh, we have a lot of people who are speaking up saying that they're going to boycott the Oscars because it's the second year in a row of no. Minorities with major major Nominations in the acting category um, And yet every time I look on TV it's always a black person speaking out But shouldn't they ask white people too How they feel about it Maybe some of the people who were nominated
3: Yeah uh, That's true But maybe what needs to happen is That maybe some of our people Need to try and be the people That actually vote for this the situations To get people in Uh, some of the people that have made it got money to put themselves in the right positions to be able to do those things.
2: I'm Uh, not sure what it uh, takes to be eligible,
3: to be honest with you. I mean, mean, you got to think about this, man. All of those people that have money should have knowledge on how to get in to do that. It's just about them taking the time out to do it. It was one thing. It's just this to me is kind of like, the Facebook thing, everybody posting stuff about uh, the kids being shot by the police and, you know, the comments and stuff, that that means nothing to them. To them, that's, they're laughing at that. That's nothing. That You know, a friend of mine, an older cat that I work with said one thing. Uh, he said, it's time for people to stop, our people to stop doing the Martin Luther King movement and, and looking at my, Malcolm X it's action. We need to take action some sort of way. I'm not saying we need to be aggressive with violence, but we need to utilize our brains and take action and do things to make them hurt in some ways. I don't know what we need to do, but there's ways to do it and make them understand that, you know, what this is doing, that this is far beyond, we're far beyond the shit that they're doing now with this Oscar stuff. That, That should have been far gone, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, to me, it looks like all of this crap is a trade-off. We'll let Obama in, but some of your people going to get killed. And just gonna... <laughs> oh, okay. I hope
2: it ain't like that. I hope it ain't like that. <laughs> and, but, but Eminem, I... go ahead. Go take ahead.
3: More ac- I think we need to take more action and, and boycott and stuff. They're, they're, what is that going to do? They don't give a damn about that.
2: They really That's don't bad.
3: trust me. They don't care, but yeah. if you take some kind of action towards this, I don't know what to do, but they need to take some kind of action, something that's going to hurt them.
2: And, Eminem, so, I mean, isn't the key is to, first of all, do your own thing in the film industry? I mean, have more black-owned Q, uh, you producers? Know me, Q, you know me too
1: well, because that's the first damn thing I was going to say. You know, it's like this here you know now the situation in Flint Michigan is a necessity you know you boycott for that type of shit cuz you got to have water and all that kind of stuff Flint probably all black damn near but uh but stuff like Oscars and stuff it's just like hey if I'm a producer and you're a top actor we put our brains together and it's just like okay the first couple of years the shit might not be popular and stuff like that but who gives a damn you know black people need to go back to being independent let these white folks have their shit. Now, if, if you're invited to, it, fine. You know, I'm not saying don't go, but at the same time, it's it's like everything that we have in America that that has risen to a certain level all because it, it came about because we wasn't looking for no handouts from somebody else. So I pat on somebody's head and say, you know, ooh, you know, like uh, for the people that don't know, don't know me, um, I, out there in radio land, I'm an artist. But look, I'm an artist, whether somebody Asian by my shit, white by my shit, or black by my shit, you see what I'm saying? But I'm not right. going to sit up and, and act like I can't do nothing waiting on some white man to accept me in his gallery. Fuck that. I make my own shit, you know? Well, let me
2: ask you I, this, because I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I don't know, I don't think the answer is necessarily having, like, some black award. You know, like we had the BET Awards and, you know, things of that nature, the hip-hop awards and all that. Oh, yeah, that, think, that's an assessment. But, but don't you think you can have something in between to where you can have some type of award that recognizes all races but maybe has more of a representation as no, far as who's let, voting let me, on those let things? Let me, tell
1: you, let, let me tell you why you can't have that, because it, 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 it's almost an oxymoron. It's just like, see, one thing about it, when something is titled black, it, historically, it never excluded nobody. That was just letting you know that, okay, don't be shocked when you walk in the majority of people black. That's the only reason it said black. Now, 50 years ago, when you said something that said and had the word white in it, that meant if you come in here, you're going to get killed. And I hate when people misconstrue that. Black was a label given just to recognize what it was. It wasn't about... The opposite of raise baiting. See what I'm saying? It's
2: two different things. And, but, but I mean, when history looks at it, though, I, I I couldn't tell you one person who has won won some type of. Well, first of all, I mean, when it comes to like the BET Awards, I can't tell you who's won BET Awards in the last however many years or whatever. And even though I don't watch the Oscars, though. I can tell you who's won an Oscar or maybe who's won a Golden Globe or something like that. So I mean, yeah. I don't think the but, Black Awards necessarily get the but media what, attention.
1: But guess what? Once again, mm-hmm. I can answer that. Once again, like I say, on the on the mass scales, you you exactly right. Nobody will know, but to that individual, you still feel some sort of recognition. Like uh, I think it was three years ago, I was watching the Image Awards. The Image Awards put out by the NAACP. And they recognized mm-hmm. um, a group of stuntmen from the 60s, man. And these guys, I didn't even know black stuntmen existed. But they had their own guild and everything. Now, they had to be labeled black because what they were saying, what the guys were saying, the few of them that are still living, they were saying that they'd never been acknowledged by Hollywood whatsoever. Like, uh, and they named some of the movies these guys were in. These were no just guys in black exploitation. flicks. They was in, like, Mainstream, you know, uh, you know, westerns used to be real popular in six. They was doing all kind of shit. I'm like, damn, you know, they had black guys doing, but like I say, on the main scale, yeah, you know, you know, who watches the Image Award? But for the people who got it and received it, and for the people who actually saw it, hey, I mean, it, it meant something. It meant you died without getting some type of recognition, like.
2: And I, I think that's great, and I know that it means something <laughs> to them, but I mean. The thing about it is, like, this is my first time hearing about it. And I think, unlike the Oscars, it's not going to go down in everyone's history. It's just going to be a select few. I mean, the Image Awards this year, um, I mean, first of all, um, and this is for you or Daddy Rich, do any of you know when the Oscars come on? Do you know when it's scheduled to air? Nope. I don't. I don't
3: don't watch them any damn way. So it wouldn't make a
1: difference. Yeah, when, right. when they gave it, uh, when they didn't give it to, to Malcolm, I mean to uh, De- uh, Denzel for Malcolm X and Halle Berry for losing Isaiah, but they gave the shit to him for Monsters Ball and Training Day. I was through with it. You know, I didn't really, never
2: really watched it, but I used to kind of just
1: be curious to who yeah. won it. But
2: now the but, uh, the Oscars is on February 28th, which is a Sunday. Now I knew the date because I've been hearing about it for the last month. All right, because again, it's just the media attention. The Image Awards are on February 5th. I had no idea. That's a freaking Friday. Nobody watches TV on Friday. Nobody's going to watch the Image award outside of the people who just really look forward to that thing. So it's like I understand you have people being recognized, but I honestly think it's falling on uh, on a lot of deaf ears as far as the nation is concerned. And I'm trying to figure out how these people can get their get recognition to where at least someone outside of B E T viewers right. can see it. Well well what well,
1: well, Q I, I see exactly what you're going at and you're exactly right, but the only thing about it is that's never gonna happen unless somebody has a platform just as big. I'm just saying that's the thing. It's just like mm-hmm. you know, either the Oscars gonna recognize you and everybody know you or they want their they're just business as usual. And and, because... and all these blacks and Latinos that have to be recognized by their own you know, I don't right. want to leave the Latinos out. They have their own stations. They have their own awards and all right. that stuff. But but it'll, it'll just stay like that until somebody like, well, I hate to use El Chapo, for example, but somebody with some money that can actually buy large blocks of TV time and all that type of shit. Right. And, Because and, and, um, I can only imagine
2: that the Image Awards are going to come on BET. And if you say BET, then, I mean, 99 uh, they might They probably show
1: on TV1 or something like that, too. Well, or, Either one of those, TV it, One
2: Bounce, yeah. if you say any of those, 99% of, of white people have already have made up their mind and not going to watch it.
0: Of
2: course. Um, you know. Plus, if it's called the NAACP Image Award, they're probably not going to watch it. Most people don't even know what the Image Award does. I mean, the Image Award is to honor people in film, television, music, and literature. But a lot of people don't know. They just think it's probably some fashion show or something like that. I mean, so it's like branding issues. There's so many things that make people not really, just get curious yeah, about watching.
1: But, but, it, I but, think, but, but honestly, I kind of understand them though. It's, it's almost like a a local high school awards banquet. You know, nobody in the world know that you you know you've been the running back of the year, but it's really just for the people who there. So that's kind of that's kind of how people look at it. You know, it's like you know they don't really worry about the whole world because if. If the whole world cared, it wouldn't be no need for it. So it's almost like, you know, you know, do what's right. You don't you don't have none of these yeah.
2: I think it I think it definitely should exist. I, I do. I just wish there was something in between. I wish someone could say, you know what, let's get these prominent um black people and these prominent white people and mm-hmm. we'll we'll do it uh, fairly. Uh, but uh, unfortunately uh, I I hey I, 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 I I, I, I'm kind of cramming in because I
1: probably gotta get off a little earlier than I really want to, but something uh, that me and you both can that we know about and uh, really buck too, that we can tell Daddy Rich and anybody else listening. And this is not even a black-white thing. This is a Native American thing. They have a just like how the United States have a you know Miss Miss America Miss Universe. They have a pageant at the um, in, at the Choctaw Nation. But I mean, it's like I say, that's pretty much. You know, just only them know about it. But I'm just, I'm just giving examples of how if mainstream don't invite you in, either you do your own thing until they do, or just go away. So, uh, yeah. And I didn't really realize that until they had Miss Choctaw, the princess, speaking on midday Mississippi a couple of years ago. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, I didn't know about it because you know, you know, I mean, there's no way to know about it. You know what I'm saying? So.
2: And then one of the producers of the show is Reginald Hutland, who did House Party, Boomerang, um, and, and movies like that and numerous TV shows, and the host is Chris Rock. And it's like, Dag, it's like we're not good enough to win an award, but we're good enough to host and produce.
1: Yeah, it's like being on the Titanic. Had the kitchen staff was niggas, but nobody on the on the, on the guest list was nothing but white
2: and so, I don't know, I, I kind of hope that they uh, can come up with something to do better, because and, and then, like and like Daddy Rich was saying, boycotting is going to bring attention, but it's not necessarily going to help anything and again, and, and another thing I want to stress is not to say that there are black movies out there that deserve to win or that there are black actors that deserve to win, but it's just that when it's constantly never happening, people are going to question it, that's just what happens, you know it's the nature of what people do let me go to the 732 area code in the Garden State of New Jersey. Welcome on, Ray. What's going on, man?
0: Hey, Q. What's going on? What's
2: up, fellas? Yeah, what's up? What's up, kid? All right. And uh, Ray, we're just finishing up the discussion about the Oscars and, um, you know, we have Jada Pinkett and Spike Lee and some others that are complaining about the fact that for the second year in a row, there were no black nominees uh, for the acting, the twenty main acting categories. So, you want to chime in on it before we wrap this up and get back into and get to our main topic for the evening.
0: Uh I mean, my my take on the whole thing is, you know, it they got a right to do whatever they want to do. You know, if you have the Image Awards and on the Image Awards, you turn around and you do the same thing. That you accuse them of doing. Two wrongs don't make a right. Okay, if you had the money, the Image Awards, whatever they spend on awards, $10 million or whatever, open up the field, do it right, and give everybody a chance to win. And I just don't agree with no form of discrimination. You know, you had a BET award, you take somebody like Adele, she got the biggest fucking record in the world in the of all time, and yeah, she lose on the BT it. awards. You understand what I'm saying?
2: That's I a good saw one. a
0: video the other day. it got 965 million views. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me, if she get in the category on the BT awards, how how is she gonna lose? But we'll be okay with that.
2: You know, well, I don't think she'll even
0: be in the category. He, he, he'll he lose, and we'll be okay with that. But then, okay, well, if you say this is what your awards represent, because to meet them black awards don't mean shit. And you go to the Image Awards, okay, is the best supporting actress And this. You ever see some of these people that's nominated or actually win? I'm not talking about the Denzels, the Samuel L. Jacksons, the Will Smiths. They're all great. they they A-list actors and actresses. But I'm talking about some of these comedies and stuff that they nominate people for. And you say, man, that acting is is, is basically terrible. Mm-hmm. But the Image Awards are give them an award, and everybody will be okay with that. You know, I do believe that... Um, People that starred in good movies should be recognized for their talent. Now, as far as something like straight out of Compton, yeah, it was a good movie, I enjoyed it, it brought back memories, but it was no superior acting in that movie. You understand? That's just the truth. And people should be nominated if they deserve to be nominated. But to beat Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff like that, you got to do something. I don't care what nobody say. You got to do something. And, you know, a lot of people is upset. And I see senior picking and all this stuff. I saw there. I don't know if y'all seen the video on A.M.B. But A.M.B. came out and ripped her. you know. No, no. They,
2: I saw a headline, but I didn't watch it. Yeah.
0: And built, and basically told it the way it is. See, you get people that are stand up for something. Meanwhile, you doing the same thing, cutting throats of black actresses and actors, and you know blackballing people behind the scenes and all that other kind of stuff. You doing the same thing. But when it's done to do you on a larger scale, now you want to come out and be on the other side again. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be like that. So. I, I just think that if we don't have awards, and first you want to say, okay, we have awards because we're not getting recognized. Okay, so if you're not getting recognized, you should be happy with your awards. Meanwhile, you don't nominate all the people. Everybody you're nominating is black. Forget Latinos and all that other kind of stuff. Which you want to lump them in with it because you want to go against the powers that be. But meanwhile, it's just an all-black show, which, you know, it's all fun and games. The white folks had an all-white show. Then leave them alone. That's all I'm saying because at the end of the day, you did get paid. You ain't like the average Joe out here working and got to get up and deal with the, the ordinary bullshit. See, it's different. you rich in dealing with bullshit because at the end of the day, you could always
2: get a piece of money. Yeah, it is know. different. But it does, but I mean, it is different, but it it does cost you money when you're not mainstream like some people, though. You may be rich, but you may not be as rich. But I just wish they had some type of happy medium because, and it's the same way with history. When you look at history, there are um, a lot of things that I know maybe my parents or my grandparents would say, I wish we could have been represented more in the history books, but because we kind of, got relegated to doing our own thing, we never made part of the history books or whatever. And it's like the same now. You're going to have a lot of great actors and actresses that are going to, you know, be dead and gone in 50 years and not everyone's going to know who they are. And I just think it's a shame because it's like you're sharing the screen with people of all colors, yet when it comes to award, everything's divided out, you know. And... um, it just it's it's just it's a shame but that it's like that. I it, unfortunately, it's reality.
0: But I think everything comes out in the wash. It's just like a guy like Eddie Murphy. You know, I watched the the tribute they did to him last month. You know, they talked about Delirious. He talked about Raw. They talked about all kind of movies that he did, and everybody recognized the 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 genius that he was in comedy. And when you have kids that say, okay, when they hear about a guy or they see their movies or Richard Pryor or anybody, you're going to make that decision on how great you think a guy is. It's not a war that's going to do that. A lot of people want to say, oh, well, we didn't get the war. We didn't get the war. But, I mean, hey, they doing the same thing. So if they had the power... It will be the same way. Nobody gets recognized. Soul Train Awards, nobody gets, Well, Now, I can understand you not having Willie Nelson up there, but you get Sam Smith for somebody that's saying soul, he ain't getting recognized. What the fuck is really going on? It's the same situation.
2: I thought Sam now, Smith wanted like something. And, and when a I... Black Award, too? Yeah, I thought he did. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I
0: thought he did. I mean, he he may have because I know he got one award that shocked everybody. But at the same time, I yeah, can I, think got I bring it back. I can bring it back to to Halle Berry and Denzel Washington. We're not talking about something that once in the blue moon. We talking about doing it right all the way across the board. You understand? Now about somebody pull out and say, Hey, didn't this Dell win one year? And this and that, yeah, how I many years ago was that? I understand Sales Smith me a won in two thousand and fifteen, but when did he have the hit? Two thousand and fifteen. But look at all the people who didn't get recognized. The M and Ms and the and and uh the Dells and stuff like that that had hit 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 records and then get recognized. You know. Only way to clean this mess up is if we start doing the right thing. And if they don't do the right thing, it's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Because you check it out, look at how the look, look at how the gay folks move. Now mm-hmm. you can't open up your mouth and say nothing. You understand? Because they stood together, and they stood on their causes, and now they got all the rights. Or anything okay. we doing, you know, we talking loud and you know saying something, standing up for some shit right. that you can't even justify, and that's how it goes. So if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, and that's just what's happening with us now. You know, we marching for guys that's criminals. You understand? Nobody respects that. Okay, I,
2: I definitely agree with you. If, if it would stand out a lot more if um, if people decided to do things. If someone would do things fairly, and, and and that's that's my point. If people decided to do it to where there's equal representation as far as who's voting, who's nominating the board, like you would want a jury to be, so to speak, then it would seem a lot fairer than these people. Because the reason I don't, the reason I stopped watching, um. Um, the Oscars is because I got tired of them nominating movies that nobody's ever seen and then when you watch the movies, the movie's garbage because like the people who nominate these movies they're thinking well I can't nominate a movie that everybody likes. like I can't do Star Wars even though Star Wars has made more money than any other movie because everyone is saying it so I got to pick some obscure movie that no one is saying because that makes me look smart it makes me look like an expert. And then they pick some garbage movie like The English Patient, and everybody goes out and rents it because no one's heard of it, and they realize that it's garbage. So that's why I stopped watching. So, But uh, they definitely need to try to find something to do and get this. I mean, because it's the same thing every year. And, again, I'm not saying that someone actually deserved it this year. I don't know. I saw Straight of Compton. I saw Straight Outta Compton was a good movie, but no one jumped out to me as some type of superior actor. Or anything, I thought uh, they did well, but I'm not gonna say there was something groundbreaking that makes me feel like it compares to what Denzel did in Glory or anything. I didn't get that from that movie, but um, I know there've been movies in the past, and Eminem mentioned like Halle Berry and losing Isaiah and Denzel and Malcolm X, where you know you expected to get some type of nomination, and I don't even think they received that. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number. Get into our main topic and talk about loaning money and friends and family and all that stuff. And Dr., let me ask you, man. Let me talk about the Powerball right quick. Did you play the Powerball last week when it was valued at uh, like one point five million? Yes,
1: we did. Oh
3: yeah. Okay.
2: You gave it a shot, huh? And yeah, Ray, I tried. About you?
0: Who are you asking?
2: Did you play, Rex? Oh, oh, absolutely! You know I. Play. <laughs> All right, well, we don't have a lottery here in Mississippi, but mm-hmm. I did go across the bridge and get a few tickets because 1.5 million ain't nothing to sneeze at, boy. You would have seen oh, two Q billboards in your city right now if I won that 1.5 million billion, but uh,
0: billion,
2: yeah, billion. But uh, Daddy Rich, if you would have won that 1.5 billion, man, what percentage of that money do you think you would have given to your family and friends? Like out of that one point five billion, how much would you have set aside to give away to your family and your and your friends? Uh, man, probably about
3: twenty to thirty percent man so i I give some to charity too man i yeah. a lot of my money I would use a lot of it to help people man, you know my kids number one My you know my mother and father. You know, so it'd it probably be about 30% that I would give to friends and family, man, and, and charities and stuff like that. If all not Ray,
0: right, what about you? Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I would like to send a lot of kids to college and whatnot. I'm all for, you know, people who try to do something who can't do something. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would, you know, make kids and Scott. You know, a good head on their shoulders. They need to go to school. I would try to send them. As far as friends and family go, I I keep that pretty pretty, pretty short list. You know, I take care of people that are just that's close to me and whatnot. But as far as me going out and giving away twenty percent of one point five billion, man, that's about three hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I can't, can't, can't do that. You know, I mean, people that's people close to me, you know, I make sure that they they straight, they got what they need and stuff like that. But as far as me reaching out to to, to relatives that I ain't talked to in five and eight years and stuff like that, nah, not going to be able to do.
2: Yeah, I definitely ain't reaching out. uh to relatives uh, I ain't heard from in a long time It's my people who are good with me they will be rewarded you know I don't know how much I would give I mean I break folks off uh, I mean because I, I look at like this There going to be some people that I would break off money like, I, I would have broke y'all off some money because you know I, I'm not saying I would have it wouldn't have been enough oh. to retire I ain't going to say that but I would have broke y'all off some money y'all could have Went out and oh. got some got a nice car in cash. Yeah, you like know that
0: that. that 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 that's what I'm saying. Like you guys got, yeah. got homes, you know, you are paying all this crooked ass interest and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Paid it off, right. and, You know, just straight straighten everybody up. Or oh, you yeah. trying to do something, but you Get ain't got straight. the money to do it. Yeah, you know, I all that kind of stuff. I'm all for it. You know every year yeah. we set up a vacation and everybody just got to get to get all work. And you know, I'm going to take care of everything else from there. I mean, yeah, I, and if I had some change, I would I would do it right. You know, $2,500 a night hotel room and everything, we do going to do it right. Yeah,
2: but, yeah, that'd be nice. But I have to, uh, but, once, but for the people that I give money to, like if I go to my, my first cousin who, you know, we grew up like brothers almost. If I gave him some money, let's say I decide, look, here's a million dollars, you know, or whatever. However, once I give you the million dollars, don't you come back. <laughs> That's it. i let him know oh, in front.
0: Oh, man, you want to start a fight, you do something like that. Even look <laughs> at you, man. He got $1.5 billion. <laughs> He's going to give me a million dollars. Can you yep. believe that? It's <laughs> cheap yogurt. You know, yeah, I asked him for another 100000 He told me he couldn't give it to me. You know what I mean? Uh, he, give it, he, it he back to <laughs> me. I said, it's
2: give it me,
0: it me that need. shit back. If, if that's right. too little,
2: then give me that shit back. You don't need it. Did you
0: see it? he He acted funny. Uh-huh. You that's
2: know. exactly what they're going to say. But that's what happens <laughs> when people want that type of money, you know. But, hey, that's, that's kind of what comes with the territory. You're going to have a lot of enemies that you may not have deserved, but you're going to get a lot of enemies. So for the people that want more power to you or whatever, I mean, some people may end up moving. you got to worry about the safety of your family, I mean, because people are crazy these days. And, and then
0: um, uh, another thing you got to watch out for, a lot of people don't think about, is when you hit that number, and you really got to keep your circle small because you think about it. If somebody knows that they stand to inherit the money that you have,
2: no, now they, you may
0: not, they, they may knock you off. True, you know, yeah. maybe a, that could be maybe family. Be yeah. You know, okay, I get, this joke gave me a million dollars, but I stand to get $40 million in the will if something were to happen. Okay, you yeah. got to watch that. Do I sit down and eat at your house or drink liquor with you? <laughs> or, you know, you don't know what to do.
2: You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding, man. So it's it's a lot of problems that come with that money, but it's a good problem to have. Uh, some people just move out of town. I mean, you do what you need to do. But if you ask me if I would have had a choice between $1.5 billion and where I am now, I'll take my chance with that $1.5 billion. I ain't going to lie. All right, so when it comes to just everyday folks like us, uh, Dr. do you have a problem loaning your friends and family money?
3: No man, I I really don't. If I have it at the time, I don't mind to loan it because most of the people in well, I'll say all of the people in my circle that I have now, uh, I can trust and they'll give it back. So I know I don't have a problem with it, man. You know my brothers, my sisters, they always have been 100 with me on that. You know all the friends that I have now, they've been 100. You know we we've, we've traded in and out on things like that. So and people in my life. I don't have a problem doing it.
2: Okay, well, Ray, what about you, man? Oh, man. I can count
0: on my hand the times that I gave somebody money and they brought it back like they were supposed to. I mean, I don't think you got enough hands at a football stadium with times when they didn't. You know, it's it's just... Either they act like they forgot about it, you know, had ex-girls talking about you don't need the money what you sweating me for about it for and all this is is the principle. This is what you say you was going to do when you sat down you was humble. You say okay, well I pay you when I get paid in two weeks and this and that, and you don't see it no more. Then you you have. People, you loan money to. That's why I say, I I like giving people five and ten dollars uh-huh. because if you don't give me that back, you can't come back no more. So that that that's simple. You need borrow five dollars, or I need to get a little gas, get home. Okay, sure, no problem. Because now you don't pay it back, you can never come back no more. Right, right. But you know, but as far as large sums of money. Uh, you gotta be be pretty close, you know, close family or something for that. I mean, because people just won't won't do the right thing, no matter what. You know.
2: Mm-mm. I just, uh, I'm with you, Ray. Five, ten dollars or something. I, I'll manage that, but I, I just don't like loaning money, man. I, I just do not like doing it. For friends, family, anybody, man, not not more than I can afford to to give away. But uh, either you, have you, have you ever charged interest on your family, or had someone volunteer to pay interest if you loan know them somebody? <laughs> like, hey, you give me ten dollars, I give you twenty back, and you give me a hundred, I, I give you one fifty back.
0: No, nah.
3: I've done it to some friends, but I've never done it to no family.
2: I've I really, I've
3: been done some friends bad, but. You know, family. Has, it's been. I never <laughs> <would> do that. I had some mom that that I really didn't trust. That I put interest on because they took a little time to pay me back. You know, so hey, man, you got to add a little extra on that, man. You know, it's taking. I got bills too. <laughs> <you know? laughs> you know, I don't think I've
2: ever charged anybody interest, but I had someone who wanted to charge me interest one time when I was in high school, man. I'm just trying to get. Some extra money to you know to get some get like an extra milk or something, and you know back then that was like a quarter or something to do. about I got him back a dollar. I'm like, come on, man! But you got some folks that try to charge you back crazy types of interest where well, they can be sued for that if it's too absorbent. But, uh, but I mean, all right. So Ray, I know you said like five, ten dollars here or something like that. But let's say you decide to loan someone a hundred dollars and they said they're going to pay you back on Friday. Friday rolls around, they pay you back. Two weeks from now, they ask you for another $100. You decide, all right, I'll go ahead and give it to you since you paid me back. They say they pay you back that Friday, and sure enough, they pay you back. Do you have a problem with people continuously asking you for money as long as they pay you back?
0: Uh, no, not really. I mean, if... uh. If they pay it back, then uh, it's not really, not really a problem. It's just a person that truly needs help, and you know, you just be glad you can help them if you can help them. I mean, I would be more lenient with a person that has a good history of paying money back. You know what I mean? That's why credit means something, not just in in in. Every day, not not with businesses and stuff like that, but in everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody do what they're supposed to do. You say, you know, you don't mind. Okay, God come in and say, listen, man, I know I said I'm going to pay you Friday, but I ain't got it, man. You know, can you give me the Wednesday or something? Sure, no problem. You come here, you was honest with me when I called you just to say what's up or whatever. You picked my, You picked up the phone. You didn't dodge me place you normally be. I don't see you and, you know, right. I normally see you twice a week. I ain't heard from you in a month and stuff like that. I don't like that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. if something happens, you explain the situation, okay, it's cool, you know, uh, we un- we can understand it, but, you know, I wouldn't mind.
2: Um, DR, what about you, man? If someone constantly coming you for money, now they always pay you back, but
3: they're constantly hitting you up. Mm. Man, I, I would, you know, I'd give it to him, but I'll be like, after about the fourth or fifth time, I'd be like, man, you know, when are you going to get yourself together, man? You know?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, dog, you know, I don't mind giving you the money because you always pay it back, but what in the hell are you doing with this little hunt dog <laughs> that I give you? What bill do you have that you're always short of on every month? What's going on? <laughs> You know, I don't want to know the specifics on that because you're coming back repetitively. I don't know why you're coming back. Is it What are you, what are you short? Why are you, then you need to work an extra few hours to get that hundred dollars or something. I don't know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> dog.
3: Damn, you know, I'll, I'll give it to you, but explain to me why you're short every month on this situation. You know, you know this shit is coming up. You need to accommodate yourself
0: for that,
2: you know. <laughs> oh, man, but uh, you guys do that. I, I guess if they keep coming, then I guess it's all right if they're paying it on time, but it will make you wonder, that's for sure. So, all right, so, Ray, right, let's say you loan somebody some money, and it's a, you know, significant amount of money. Let's say it's the same $100, and they haven't paid you back. You know, in the time they say they're gonna pay you back, do you have any difficulty in asking them where's your money? Uh, no. I mean,
0: if it if it's a a, a small amount of money, you know you owe it. I know you owe it. Hey, I asked you about it one time, or if you avoid me or something like that. So I see how it is. And just know you don't loan nobody money. When a person do me like that, I don't care if you need a penny to get out of jail. I'm not gonna get it to you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. And there's no it's cause no reason for a person to act like that, you know. If you got a truly legitimate reason why you didn't pay the money, okay, you come in and talk, and you say okay. I didn't lie to you when I told you I was gonna do this, but you know, circumstance happened, you know. Something happened with your kids in your car, something like that, okay, I can understand what happened. But all that ducking and dodging and lying and stuff like that, I
2: don't appreciate that. So yeah. I mean <laughs> Okay. DR do you have a problem with going to folks and asking where's your money?
3: Nope, I, I I don't have a problem with it. I used to have to do it a lot, man. And if they do that, that's they know it's okay. never, they're never getting nothing else, period. Man, don't, don't even come to me and ask. I don't care if your lights are getting turned off, you're getting kicked out your crib, they got your stuff on the corner, don't ask me. You got to keep it moving, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: yeah, I feel y'all on that. I don't have a problem going to somebody. I know some people just sit back and wait and just won't say anything while the person just be, you know, doing their own thing, ain't said nothing to you about the money. You know the old saying, people know where you live when they need money, but they don't know where you live when it's time to pay it back. But uh, so it, it, under any circumstance, if someone owes you money and they came back to you to borrow some more, the answer is no, regardless of the circumstance. They they better
3: just stay little because they, uh, they ain't getting nothing else. Just get little <laughs> like you've been Keep
0: ducking. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would say it, it depends on who it is and what the reason is. If a person did, didn't did do right 99% of the time, the answer would be no. But then again, if they needed something, then it's going to affect people like maybe their kids or their, their spouse or somebody ain't got nothing to do with them being an asshole, you got to look, huh. at, look out for the people around them. So I wouldn't say necessarily that there's no, but 99% of the time yeah, it's going to be no.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think 99% of the time it's going to be no for me too. I just like, nah, bro. Uh, uh, that's just forbidden. I can't go that route. But alright, so Dr., how would you respond to someone who owes you money but you see, they buying themselves new things. I mean, would you confront them? Would you would you jack them for the new? Th- I mean, how would you how would you handle that?
3: See, what I have here in Tennessee, down here in Knoxville, I have a little crew. And so, when you don't do what you're supposed to do, then that crew somebody is gonna come and see. You know, well he he got he got new new clothes. He he's got a new car. You know, of course we can't come and take the car and the clothes. But there's other things that we can take that are dear to you, you know, and, and and that's how we roll down here, man. You know, of course we're gonna take care of it. You know, it's it's no reason why a man shouldn't take care of his debts. If he's a man enough to come and ask you for the money, and he's man enough to come and pay you that money back, that's what it is. So we have we have a code. We got a crew that comes and takes care of that. They they come and uh, what you call do some recon on you and take care of the situation.
2: And Ray, how do you feel about it, man, when someone owes you money and they're buying stuff? Um, my thing is is when somebody
0: borrows money, they should need it and not need it to. I remember one time I loaned a friend money. You know, he's a big, big boxing fan, and he told me he ordered a fight. He flipped mm-hmm. up and told me he ordered a fight the same week that he asked for some money. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is, basically, you took the money you borrowed from me, and you ordered a fight with it. And you've done some other things, of course, but you ordered a fight. Now, that's, that's irresponsible. But like most guys out here, when you try to tell them something, man to man, no joking, no bullshit, no nothing, they don't want to hear that. They want to tell you how grown they are. But if you're so grown, then why are you asking other people for something? You see, instead of saying, okay, well, right. yeah, maybe I need to do something a little bit different. See, that's another thing. People want to borrow money, but they don't want the lecture to go along with it. And I had a few girlfriends, boy, they used to get steaming mad because they didn't want to hear nothing I to say to go along with it. You know, you're not my father. You're my man. You're supposed to have my back. You're supposed to do this, this, this. Okay, well, if you're going to work every day, where's your money going? Are you putting it up your nose? I'm asking you a serious <laughs> question. Yeah, you going in every day? I, I had a girl one time. She said she was what eight months behind in rent. Well, okay,
2: what the yeah, hell? You just ain't paying no rent. That's all that is. Yeah, he, he, yeah, what the hell going on? How do you get eight months mm-hmm.
0: behind? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and, and going to work every day. You tell me where the money going. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's situations like that, that that just, you know, I think a person should have a right to say anything they want if they if they loaning you money. Like somebody gonna come and pay your house off for you if it ain't pay it off, they you gotta sit down, and listen to them talk for two hours, and you cool with that as long as they give you the money.
2: Mm-hmm. Shoot, I um, uh, I, I don't know. I just when it comes to that, as far as people just flat out being irresponsible, man, that's so frustrating. I mean, yeah, people don't want the lecture, but by the same token, uh, you know, you're kind of at the mercy of the person who you're getting the money from, you know? I mean, and then you got people that will treat a bank or a payday loan uh, company better than they will friends and family who loan them money. You'll you'll make sure you get that money back to the payday loan company or to your, to your bank, but then you think you can do your friends and family any kind of way, man. I think that's so messed up. But last one, and Dr. would you ever forgive a debt uh, that you've given to a friend, a loan you've given to a friend or family member just to try to squash the drama? You you ain't getting your money back. It's caused some animosity. Would you just say, skip it, we ain't going to worry about it?
3: Yeah, I've done it plenty of times, man, because it's best to do that because it's going to cause more problems if you just keep on agitating it, man. So, you know, you just have to cut your losses. I mean, I've done that a lot of times with, with friends and family, you know, just said forget it, man. It is what it is. You know, it could be a large sum, but, you know, you know it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you more in the long run to get that money from that person than just, just to let it go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, man, I, I hate to do it, man. I hate those times, but, you know, you feel like it's it's, it's like you just lost your best friend, you know. It's like, damn. You know, I got to let that little money go. I was counting on that, you know, but <laughs> it is what it is, man.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. What about you, Robert? Do you uh, just say skip it, just let them have
0: it? I mean, I, I think or well, I had to learn later on, don't loan nothing that you can't afford to loan out to where, you know, it's just like if I have a close, Friend or a family member that okay, they want to borrow a large sum of money. Okay, you don't say, well, man, you know it's gonna really put me in the bind if I if I do this, and then somehow you don't get your money. You say, well, all right, a few hundred dollars, $1, a thousand dollars, whatever it is, and you say, all right, if they don't give it back. You ain't going to be happy with it. They can't come back no more, but they can still be cool. You loan that the kind of money where it's going to be a fight, it's going to be an argument, guns going to come out and everything else. Don't loan that kind of money because you're going to be mad, the other person's going to be mad, and somebody's going to do something foolish. And a lot of people don't learn that. And sometimes you got to explain to a person, hey, the reason why I can't get to you because they all get my money back it's going to be a problem, and I'd rather it not go there. So now nah, I'm going to have to say no. And I think if you're a man, you have to say what you have to say, even if it is difficult for you to say
2: it. hmm Okay. And uh, I just think that uh, overall, when it comes to loaning money, like Ray said, don't loan more than you can afford to be without. Because so you got to almost treat it like a gift because you have some people who aren't going to give it back. You fool around and give somebody your rent money, man, it'll put you in a bad place. And it'll make you do some bad things to people too. <laughs> now, I've seen some folks when I was um back in college. I remember an incident where a guy loaned his, um uh, not his roommate, but one of his homeboys from Greenville, $200. And he needed that $200 for whatever business he had to take care of. And dude didn't have that money, and it got ugly because when he was supposed to have his money and dude didn't have it, he got $200 worth of behind off of him. So you got to be ready to fight, too, <laughs> if you if you fool around and get money from the wrong one. So, yeah, I that's mean,
0: what I'm saying. It can, it can go real bad over, you know, a few hundred dollars or whatever the case may be. You right. know, if you stick your leg out, it should be for somebody, you know... It's like, you know, you got, boy, you and Buck or somebody been friends for 30 years, 35 years, or however long y'all been friends. Right. You say, well, okay, if I had got to mortgage my house to help you get your business off the ground or whatever, you got to understand it enough that he's a stand-up guy that he going to do what he say he's going to do. But, you know, a person don't do what they say he's going to do, then, you know, everything... You know, it can get real, real
2: bad, and you don't want it to get that way. Right. Man, if I had to mortgage my house for Buck to start a business, man, he better pull some, some shifts at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man, you do it like that, man.
2: <laughs> oh, man, that's a lot of pressure right there. It better not fail. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, well let's see. Tomorrow, we'll get into some zone coverage, talk about what happened over the weekend with football. Tomorrow, zone coverage is going to start an hour early. So be sure to uh, remember that or get the reminder on Facebook, the event reminder. Zone coverage is going to start at 9 o'clock. And actually, um, going forward, uh, the Talk to Q radio show is going to be at 9 o'clock Eastern as well. i are going to shoot for an hour early. Um, give that a try, that time slot, and see how that goes. Get an extra hour, of sleep at 9, or a rake, and appreciate that on these. And uh oh, yeah. Try to do the thing that way. So starting tomorrow, um, and until further notice, the Talk to Q radio show and Zone Coverage will be at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so Zone Coverage tomorrow. Next week, going to have a uh, current event show and relationship, just whatever. I'm not going to plan these shows out in advance like I used to, unless I know it's something special I want to do. So I'm going to kind of play it by ear, grab stuff out the news, and kind of do it like I did way back in the day, like around 2012, where I just found whatever topics were hot in the news. So I'm going to roll with that. Um, So next week, maybe by next Sunday and Monday, I'll have an actual topic or two in mind that I want to discuss, and I'll put it out in the newsletter and on Facebook and website. For everyone to get updated, so that's going to be official starting tomorrow. T2Q and zone coverage 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Also, I want to mention um, my blog over at ThankQ.me. Last Thursday went over a million page views, man, and I'm very happy about that. Um, I mean, it's it's five and a half years old, and over five and a half years, more than uh, a million times someone has looked at something on that page and. I've been, you know, I've known people who have blogged for a decade, and they're still trying to get to a hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand, and so for this thing to get a million, man, I'm very happy about that. It's kind of like my own little personal legacy, as far as that's concerned, man. So um, for those who haven't visit visited thankyou.me. uh go over there and take a look and see what uh what's been looked at a million over a million times over the last five and a half years. It's basically um, the show in ink. You know, I give my opinions on different things. I have stories that I tell about my life, especially some funny stories from when I was in college and things of that nature. A lot of people have enjoyed it, and the numbers don't lie. So thanks to everyone who's read that blog over at ThankQ.me and put me over a million. We'll see what happens. Just how high I can get. All right, final thoughts. And, Dr,
3: I'll start with you, man. Man, good show, man. Uh, I'm glad I got to come in a little early tonight. I got done with the work I was doing, man. Uh, you know, about this loan and money thing, man, that's, that's true, Ray, man. You don't loan more than uh, you can afford, man, you know. Uh, also, man, you know, as, as far as uh, – this Oscars thing, man. Like I said, man, we got to take better action. We gotta, we gotta do something, man. We can't just boycotting and, and Facebook words and things like that. It just is not gonna get it anymore. We got to take some action, you know, about these things that's going on. And uh, you know, but great show, man. I'm glad I was on, man. I can't wait till tomorrow.
2: All right, man. Appreciate it. and Ray shut it down for me yeah
0: great show, you know I got
2: on a little late, but
0: you know it's a lot of talk with the Oscars and stuff like that. I think anybody who has talent or is good at what they do, they should be recognized, but at the same time, I mean you just gotta keep plugging away at it and if you have your own award show, you are being recognized, you're just not being recognized on the highest level and you know, you can't do things one way and then expect other people to do things the way that you want to do them. But you have your own setup and you're doing the same thing that they're doing. And I just think in America, people just need to come together. It just seems like in our lifetime, it just ain't going to happen. I mean, you know, but at the end of the day, a lot of these people are acting and doing all this arguing. they millionaires. And we stuck out here trying, trying to make it. So to me, I don't really want to get into that argument because in the day, these folks you can fit your house in their living room. So you know that that's how it would go. Now, as far as loaning money, I mean, like I say, never loan more than what you can afford to lose. If you lose it and the person didn't pay you, you say, man, you know, I thought they was a stand-up guy or a lady or whatever, and, you know, they didn't pay you, but, you know, you just be a lesson learned. Then, you know, you sitting around mad, and, and sometimes it's not about the money, it's the principal, and you feel like, well, a person took advantage of you, and you sitting around the house talking to yourself, getting madder and madder, and before you know it, it's going to escalate into something that it didn't have to be. Yep. So if it's something that they didn't pay you, say, hey, I know next time. And, and this person may make it bad for everybody else, but, you know, just be careful with loaning money because money, what they say, is the root of all evil. And, you know, people, for whatever reason, yeah, like you say they know where you live when they ask it for, but they don't know where you live when it's time to pay it back. And I think I don't care where you live, what town you stay in, or what region of the country you stay in, people are the same pretty much everywhere. They just got different slang and they talk a little different, but the actions are the same. So when loaning money just approach with caution.
2: I agree. I agree 100%. All right. Well, I appreciate it, man. And everyone, if you need more information on the Talk to Q radio show, go to talktoq.com, check out the show calendar. You can also sign up for the email newsletter and get notifications of upcoming shows and events. Um, follow me on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, or any podcasts are available. all else fails, you can Google T2Q. All right. So, again, going forward, the show will be at 9 p.m. Eastern, starting tomorrow with zone coverage. Come on in tomorrow. We'll talk about um, what happened with the divisional playoff round of the NFL. We'll talk about the Deontay Wilder heavyweight fight over the weekend. Um, And if we get a chance, we'll get into some NBA talk. And, um, you know, we'll do the Who Am I and get that done as well. So all of that's tomorrow on Zone Coverage. Everyone have a good evening. Thanks to SteveRyan.com for being a sponsor. Peace out.
1: Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
0: Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners.
2: My name is Quincy. and this is my show the talk to q radio show carla go ahead
0: i was told that i was a man-eater
2: i never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships it's almost like posting a blog except i'm doing it live now let me bring amanda on the line i didn't realize she was holding there amanda what's going on
0: thank you hey everybody Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out.